I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So what was the first 82-game season, full schedule like? It was definitely a lot different than last year. Um, you know, a lot more fun, for sure, get to go out, experience some new cities and get to go out to eat on the road. And um, it was kind of like a rookie year all over again, I guess, in that sense. Um, but, no, it was a, a big learning experience for sure, um, you know, just with all the travel and all the games and, and how quickly it comes at you. Um, you know, there's a lot to learn and, and a lot that, you know, I'll take in and, and use as, a, you know, kind of just a learning, learning curve for me and, and making improvements over the summer. How did you feel you handled that grind? I think I my body held up pretty well. Um, you know, playing in the WHL, there's some crazy road trips we had and lots of games like that too. So I'd say my body's a little bit prepped for it in that sense. Uh, but you know, other than that, nothing, nothing really. Don't really have much going on uh, with injuries or anything. So uh, you know, there's times definitely that you're tired and not feeling quite 100 percent in games, and you know, it's just knowing when to simplify and and not try and do too much when you're feeling that way. I'd say just the best thing was just hanging out with the team so much more and getting to really, really know your teammates and and become close friends with them. And I think a lot of, you know, there's a lot of great relationships built this year within this team. And, and you know, it was, it was a really fun group. And obviously it was the business of hockey. You know, it's never going to be the exact same any year. And it's, you know, it is sad because there's a lot of guys that in this room that, you know, everyone loves and, you know, everyone loves each other in that room. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Dylan, how do you, I mean, the last second half of the season, how do you view it? Did you consistently generate scoring chances? Your game continued to take big steps. I'm sure you wanted to score more goals, but how, how do you how do you balance that? Because you're, you obviously were improving and developing the way that you should. For me, um, you know, I, I was getting lots of chances the second half. They just weren't qu- quite finding the back of the net for me. And um, as frustrating as it was, I, tried to focus on the positive things. And I think uh, the second half, I really kind of stepped up my defensive game and, and reliability. Um, that's something, as a young guy, I want to be reliable and uh, trusted in the defensive zone and, and being able to go out there in, in a close game with you know a couple minutes left. And So that's a positive I take from the second half. As, as much as I did want to score more, um, you know, the team had a lot of success in the second half. And, and that's what's really you know makes me happy and what's exciting. So. Guys would get frustrated if the chances wouldn't happen, but they continue 
Yeah, that's the biggest thing is, is just getting those chances. And when you're not getting chances, um, that's you know when it really uh, kind of eats at you, and and you know that's when you need to change something. I think. But you know when I was just getting all those chances as much as I would have liked to score more, I said um, uh, it's it's just a positive, and I got to I got to try and not get too frustrated. Um, but uh, yeah, just getting the chance is the biggest thing. And you did have you know seventy plus goals your last two years of junior. Obviously, we know you can score. I mean, what what do you think was the difference in not being able to finish? What what has to change in that area? Um, I mean, just getting to the next the NHL. The goalies are just that much better, and and I, and the defensemen. I think a big thing for me is just that I'm going to work on a lot is just getting the you know getting the shots through the defensemen and and away from their stick. Um, and, and getting off as quick as possible, so the goalie has less time to react. And and you know I I do you know I I think my shot is is hard enough to beat to beat goalies in the NHL. It's just you know changing the angle, getting that quickness. That's the biggest thing for me to you know find uh, more goals. How much do you like being viewed as one of the core guys? And, uh, how much do you, you embrace that? Yeah, <clears throat> no, it, it, uh, it means a lot to me. Um, you know, Buffalo. I've I, I love this city. I love the organization. I love this team. I love everyone here. So, I want to be here for a very long time and to you know be viewed as one of the core guys. I mean, everyone in that room is, is matters for this team. And and when we have success, every single guy in that room will matter. But um, you know, just to be viewed as that, it, it means a lot to me. Um, you know, I I want to do very special things here, and you know, we're all going to do it together. And and there's a lot of exciting. A lot of people that are very excited for you know what the future holds for us, and you know we see that as a group, and and we just can't wait to get going. You use the word love for the other guys, uh, Resident Stanley Hall, the Brotherhood. Like, what makes the group so close? I mean, what, I mean, we haven't really heard those words around here in the past. You know, everyone just mesh, meshes so well. There's there's a lot of things that play into that, but I would say the biggest thing is just being able to come to the rink every day and be yourself. Um, and that that's on you know the older guys for allowing us to come to the rink and, and be ourselves as young guys and and be who we are and you know it makes coming to the rink every day fun and um, you know we've just become so close this year and there's a lot of young guys on this team and <clears throat> you know we're kind of you know just figuring it all out together and um, you know if, if we you know we keep we keep that together here and, and keep that going for the next few years and we kind of grow up together it's it's going to be you know we're going to be a dangerous team, and I think we all we all kind of see that. So um, you know, there's very exciting things ahead for us. You know, this center this center group was a question mark in some ways coming in. And Casey gets hurt opening night. You end up Tage develops into a 38 old guy. You get Peyton Krebs. There's no Jack. There's no Sam anymore. What was it like to see you guys in the group of centers develop and become a strength of this team? Yeah, I mean, as soon as Casey went down, as that was tough, you know. Everyone felt really bad for him, and and Tomer. I mean, Tomer was unbelievable. He, he stepped up huge for us, and you know he showed that he can be, you know, he can score a lot of goals. Um, so, you know, that was big for us. And being a guy that hasn't really played center much, he he did a great job, I think. And and credits to you know to Donnie and the coaches for seeing that they that he can play center. And I mean, Tomer was yeah, he had an unbelievable year, and we all know that. Is that a direct message from some of the veteran leaders, like early in the year? 
I wouldn't say that it was a direct message, no, but just, uh, you know, everyone comes to the rink and feels comfortable, I would say. And, and you know, I don't know if, how it really goes on other teams, but um, I, maybe so, sometimes you know, as a young guy, you're a little nervous, you know, you don't want to talk, to, you don't want to say some things. Um, but, I mean, that's just not really how it's been here. And I don't know, like, I mean, we have a lot of young guys, so everyone's kind of around, a lot of guys are kind of around the same age, but, I mean, at the same time, it's it's on the older guys for, you know, kind of, just allowing us to come and, and act how we want to act and be ourselves. And it makes, you know, it's fun every day. Speaking with Don and Kevin, what was their message to you maybe as you now head off for your training in the summer and everything? What kind of things would they like to see you get better at? Um, I think a, a big thing uh, that Donnie talked about is just keeping, you know, the uh, not exposing the puck as much, you know, keeping it away from the defenders and, and you know, showing – showing the defenders my other options instead of just trying to go one-on-one, -on -one. like show, you know, just being deceptive in that sense and, and protecting the puck and, and face-offs is a big thing for sure. I, I, I want to get really good at face-offs and I think as the year went on, I kind of got better and better, but you know, it's still not enough. I want to be a top, I want to be a really good face-off guy and a top face-off guy. So that was a big message and, and just, you know, kind of just enjoying the summer. It's, you know, not always thinking about hockey all the time and just, you know, just going through my daily routine every day and sticking to my training and and knowing that uh, you know that uh, I'm going to be ready for training camp. Are you train at home or are you going to train in London again? Uh, I'm going to be in London again for the most of the summer. Yeah. How difficult is it to not think about hockey? I mean, especially you younger guys. Probably you watch a ton of hockey. Like you're thinking about hockey, especially the playoffs going on. How do you unplug? It is tough for sure. Sometimes I would say I kind of have an advantage being where I'm from. I get to go out and uh, be in the middle of nowhere with no service and go out there and hunt and fish and do whatever. And, and that's, you know, I'm super grateful for that. I mean, I love just, that's how I really kind of unwind and get away from everything, just being out there and kind of just having a whole other focus. Late in the season, you guys as a group really learned and did a really nice job of handling the emotional ups and downs of the season, right? Like, in a lot of ways, that's how you have success in the NHL. What role did Don have in sort of guiding you guys through those games when the schedule was really difficult and you had big, big events, big moments? Yeah, Donnie, Donnie was huge for us this year. He let us just be the players that we we are, and you know, not not be scared, not hesitate, um, not be afraid to make mistakes, and that that was big for for all of us, just to be able to go out and have that confidence in, in our game and. And just to to be ourselves. Dylan, the finish of the season, you know, take the shot in overtime. Casey puts it in. It becomes sort of an iconic goal since RJ's last call. Just what does it mean to you to be part of that? It's it's huge to be a part of that. Uh, I mean, you see the support and love that RJ gets here in Buffalo, and you know he's truly he's truly a legend in this city. So. You know, to have my name a part of that last call is is pretty special. Um, you know, just. I'm so happy we got that win that night, and you know, just to cap it off in overtime makes it even better. So, um, you know, it is special for sure. When you look back at this season, how memorable is that outdoor game going to be for you? That's going to be a game I remember forever. Just, you know, where I grew up and and being, you know, on the, my backyard rink every every day, um, and getting to play on a stage like that, you know, in Toronto, in front of my family, lots of friends. Um, that'll be a game that you know I remember. Uh, you know, when I'm when I'm hanging up the skates, that'll be a game that uh, I'll remember forever for sure. And that was that was fun for everyone. I think everyone would say the same.
You wish the referees would have let you in bunting get out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I was pretty fired up there, and it would have been fun, I think. Yeah, I'll just say that, yeah. So, you guys had some three big crowds this year. You guys played well and won all three games. It was obvious you fed off. Does that excite you to see what's going to happen here in the future when you guys do get good and the fans are back and, and what the atmosphere is going to be like here? Yeah, that was a big thing we emphasized at the start of the year. Our Donnie emphasized is just earning it. And, you know, we, we didn't have a sold-out building for most of the year, but that's something we're going to earn. And we want people to come here and, and want to watch us play. And, you know, it's every time it was sold out this year or it was, it was a full house, it was, I mean, the energy in the building is incredible. And it, it really gives us that extra gear, and, and we do feed off it. You know, they might underestimate how much, you know, momentum it gives us and, and energy, but, you know, when they're cheering like that, it, it really gives us that extra boost. And, you know, we just want it to be like that every night. We want to earn it. We want to we want to make everyone want to come to watch us every single night. Casey was saying that just the last couple of days, there's already talk about numbers. Is that, is that, you notice that that's been a theme that guys are already looking for four months from now and getting back together? Yeah, I, th- I think a big message was that was said to you guys that nobody wants the season to end. So, I mean... I think we're all kind of on the same page there. We want to start again. Um, you know, it sucks that uh, you know we're done now and there's still other teams playing, and that's going to be motivation for us to make sure that we're still playing at this time. You know, in the in you know next year, that's our goal. It's got to be our goal next year, and and every single year after that. So, um, you know, we're all going to just work as hard as we can to, to get to that point. And I mean, yeah, we're all we all want to be back already. We all, all want next season to start. Certainly, the East had eight. Big thing we, we talked about is just, <clears throat> you know, uh, Andy kind of relayed this message is just getting to overtime. There's games where, there's so many games where we could have got an extra point just getting to overtime and then maybe win that game, get two extra points. Uh, you saw how many games we had this year where they scored within the last, I mean, point one second or whatever against New York and then Toronto. Uh, we we got to find a way to get to overtime. And there's there's lots of games too where going into the third period we had the lead and earlier on in the season and you know we just lost that lead and ended up losing the game in regulation and those are points that matter and those those are the ones that are going to you know help us get to that uh, you know kind of to make the next step to the playoffs but what changed i mean in the last two months you might have lost the lead once you know i, I think where as you said it was happening a lot earlier what, what do you think changed to make it better I would say just our confidence as as the year went on. Maybe earlier in the year when we're up a lead, you know, we start getting in our heads like, "Oh, we got to hold this lead. Um, we we can't let them score." But as the as the season got closer to an end, we we just wanted to score more. We're gonna we're not gonna hold the lead in the third period. We're gonna outscore them in the third period, and that's where we we took a really big step. And and that's something that you know all the teams at the top of the league do. You know, they don't sit back and. And they don't—they aren't scared when they have the lead. They—they they just want to keep, you know, scoring them, and and uh, that's something that we will get—we we showed that we uh, learned as the season went on, and that's something we got to keep going into next year. You guys all rave about Don letting you play free and cultivating that environment, making mistakes. How important is that for such a young decor in general, but also where you are in your journey? 
Yeah, it's huge. I mean, there's so many young guys on this team, and, and maybe as a young guy, you know, you're scared to mess up, and, and you're scared you're going to get punished if you make a mistake. Um, and, and then when you, when you think like that, uh, you know, you never really get to your game, and you're always, you know, you're always scared. So just being able to go out there and not be worried about making mistakes is you just get to play free and play calm, and that, and, and that is big, especially as a young guy. Dylan, we hear, I mean, we see players always wanting power play time. You earned, obviously, the, the time you got this year. Do you, and have you talked with Don or the coaching staff about more shorthanded time? Do you see yourself as a guy who can be a really effective penalty killer for this team? For sure. I, I want to be a penalty killer, and the kind of last, I don't know, the last little bit, I, I, they did get me out on the penalty kill. And, <clears throat> I think with with my speed that they they want to use me there and and I, I want to be out there. I I want to be a guy that can play both special teams and and be relied upon on the penalty kill. So that's something that I think you know will that hopefully will be used more. What clicked for you, Krebs and Olsen on that power play? That's just uh, yeah. I mean, when you have Vic over there, his shot, you want to get him the puck and you want to get it to him when, when he, where he can shoot it and. And Krebsy, you know, he's so good at drawing that top winger down and finding me behind. And, you know, all I have to do is pass it over to Vic, and Vic puts it in the back of the net. So, um, you know, that was a really good play, I think, for us. Um, you know, it's, it's hard, really hard to defend. We use it, we practice it in practice, and the guys that are killing say it's so hard to defend. So, um, you know, that was, that was a really good play that we like to do. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 